Hello, parents, and welcome to Makes Kids Happier Centers episode, the show where we delve into the intricacies of human behavior and relationships. Today, we're exploring the fascinating world of birth order and its impact on our personalities. So sit back, relax, and let's journey together into the realm of family dynamics. Have you ever wondered why the eldest sibling often seems so responsible? Or why the youngest tends to be the family's entertainer? Today, we're diving deep into the effects of birth order. Birth order. It's a concept that has intrigued both psychologists and everyday folks for generations. From the diligent firstborn to the carefree youngest, many believe our position in the family tree shapes who we become. But how much of this is fact and how much is mere folklore? Let's journey through the family hierarchy, starting with firstborns, often seen as the trailblazers, setting the path for their younger siblings. Their steps, both big and small, are watched, celebrated, and often expected. With parents new to the parenting game, firstborns often grow up in an environment of heightened attention, leading many to become responsible perfectionistic, and sometimes a tad anxious. But what about those sandwiched in the middle? The middle children often feeling overshadowed by their trailblazing older siblings and the doted-upon youngest, they carve out a niche as the diplomats of the family. Their unique position teaches them to negotiate, mediate, and often to stand out in ways distinct from their siblings. And then we have the youngest, the babies of the family. With parents now seasoned in their roles, these young ones often grow up with a bit more freedom, a tad less responsibility, leading many to become the free spirits, the rebels, the entertainers. But what if there's no sibling rivalry, no shared spotlight? What about the only children? Only children, often dubbed The lone wolves exhibit a blend of traits, mature, articulate, yet bearing the weight of their parents' undivided attention, they navigate a world where they're both the firstborn and the youngest. Now, while these are common patterns, it's crucial to remember that several factors can influence these traits. For example, parenting styles. From the strict authoritarian to the laid-back permissive, can shape a child's personality. Another factor is the gender roles, especially in certain cultures, can amplify or diminish traditional birth order traits. And of course, age gaps can sometimes reset the entire family dynamic. Now, I would like to bring these concepts to life with some real-world scenarios. Imagine the Thompson family. After a decade-long gap following their first child, Mia, they welcome a second child named Leo. With Maya off to college, Leo grows up almost like an only child. What is the outcome in this scenario? Leo basks in the attention much like a youngest child, but also displays the maturity often seen in only children. And Maya, despite being miles away in college, assumes a protective, almost maternal role towards Leo. 
but families come in all shapes and sizes. Consider a blended family, the Martinez-Robinson family. In the bustling heart of the city, Kate Martinez, a dedicated schoolteacher with a 13-year-old son named Alex, found love again in Bob Robinson, who has a 12-year-old daughter, Sarah. As they decided to unite their lives, both Alex and Sarah found themselves in uncharted territory. Initially, the household was a whirlwind of adjustments. Both Alex and Sarah, being so close in age, grappled with the sudden shift in their roles. Who was now the eldest, who had the final say in choosing the TV channel or the next family outing? Small disagreements were frequent. As both tried to assert their dominance in this new family structure, However, as days turned into weeks and months, the ice began to melt. They discovered shared interests, a love for mystery novels, a penchant for weekend cycling, and a mutual admiration for classic rock. These commonalities became the bridges over their initial differences. Alex, having been an only child, starts to appreciate the company and develops protective instincts towards Sarah. Sarah, initially hesitant, started sharing her school stories with Alex, slowly recognizing him as a protective older brother. Another example of family is the Harrisons. They make a symphony of personalities. A lively family of five reside in a picturesque suburban neighborhood. Each child, shaped by their birth order, brings a unique flavor to the family dynamic. Oliver, the 16-year-old history enthusiast, often daydreams about ancient civilizations and battles. Sophia, the 14-year-old middle child, finds solace in her art, painting landscapes and portraits with a passion that's hard to miss. And then there's Lily, the 10-year-old adventurer, always ready with her backpack, hoping to discover a new park or trail. When summer approached, planning the family vacation became a delightful challenge. Oliver pitched the idea of exploring historical ruins and museums. Sophia, with her artist's heart, hoped to attend art festivals by the beach where she could also sketch the sunset. Lily, with her boundless energy, had her heart set on amusement parks with roller coasters and water rides. Their parents made the great choice by appreciating each child's unique interests, planned a vacation that encompassed all these elements, ensuring everyone had their moment to shine. The last scenario for today is Ethan Singleton, the world of one. Ethan a bright 11-year-old with a vivid imagination is the pride and joy of the Singleton family. Living in a high-rise apartment, he often creates vast worlds within his room with toy soldiers, building blocks, and storybooks. One day, his school announced a Bring Your Sibling event. While his classmates buzzed with excitement, Ethan felt a pang of longing. But instead of feeling left out, he showcased his adaptability. He invited his cousin Noah, who was more like a brother to him. They had shared countless holidays, secrets, and adventures. On the day of the event, Ethan proudly gave Noah a tour, 
introducing him to friends and teachers. They participated in games, crafts, and storytelling sessions. The day became a testament not just to Ethan's adaptability, but also to the strength of bonds that go beyond immediate family. These stories, while fictional, echo the experiences of many. They remind us that while birth order can offer insights and it's just one piece of the puzzle, it doesn't box us in. We're all unique, shaped by countless influences, capable of growth and change. So, the next time you're at a family gathering, take a moment to observe. See if you can spot the classic traits of the responsible firstborn, the peacemaking middle child, or the free-spirited youngest. And remember, while birth order can guide and influence, it doesn't define us. That's a wrap for today's episode. Join us next time as we continue our exploration into the fascinating world of human behavior. Until then, remember, we're more than just our birth order. We're a blend of experiences, choices, and relationships.